you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Here in New York City, rainy day in New York City, Friday, August 25th. I'm Jamie Erdahl, Peter Schrager, and Jason McCourty here as well as Sean O'Hara. Hi, how you guys doing? What a pleasure, we're awesome. Yeah. We're awesome, sure. how are you? So nice this morning, just kind of chilling out, relaxing, yeah. seeing you guys, getting to hang out, have yep. breakfast before we did a show. I know, it's a good. It's about the Lovely. team bonding. It's about yeah. the time spent yeah, together off beautiful. camera. I couldn't Friday believe morning. what Anthony Richardson did. Let's talk about it. Time for the lead block. Lead, lead block. block, let's get right to some football. They played it last night, rookies, quarterbacks, non-guys on the other side. Colts and Eagles. The Colts were going to win this one, <laughs> 27 to 13. A fun one and a preseason finale for Anthony Richardson. Yeah, it really was. And we had a list of things that we wanted to see from Anthony Richardson heading into this final one. Peter, did it live up to what you expected, desired, before we see him in the regular season? It's interesting. I was curious to see what the offense would be. So you mentioned that Steichen was with Jalen Hurts. They mm -hmm. were together, of course, in Philadelphia. I watched a cut-up of all of his snaps and – I would say 95% of them are out of the shotgun. Yeah. So it's shotgun read option, which is very old school, but also very Jalen Hurts those first couple of years, mm -hmm. very Lamar Jackson those first few years, where you have the option, do I want to run or do I want to hand it off? I don't think Anthony Richards is just going to fall on his face. I think mm -hmm. he's got a pretty good offensive line, including arguably the best offensive lineman of his generation up there in front of him in Quentin Nelson. And you have this shotgun. You have an offensive coordinator protecting him. I was worried it would be hut at hike, him scrambling, running mm -hmm. around, throwing off his back mm -hmm. foot. It wasn't that last night. Yeah. It looks like the Colts might have a shot here with this kid. It's not going to be a home run out of the gates. But at the very least, he's got the improvisational skills to make it work when he has to. 
off script. And then on script, he threw a he threw a dart and a pass that was very well designed, and he hit it and he made it. So it's going to be slow and steady, but there will be some huge, huge home run plays where we're like, oh my god, this is the future of football. Yeah, the improv plays were impressive, and you said slow and steady. I mean, you look at that game; his first two throws were wildly inaccurate. Just threw one deep and then totally missed a guy, and that's what the experience is going to be like. But it's those plays because you showed that third down scramble where he makes people miss, picks up five yards. The play before that, he scrambles in there, somebody hanging on his body on the lower half, and he still makes a pass is incomplete but it was very accurate and I think that's the fun thing for Anthony Richardson if I'm a Colts fan you're watching him last night and they scored that first touchdown he's in the end zone and I know I know he's in Philly he's doing the fly Eagles fly but if that's your quarterback you're just like this is fun I like this talk your trash do your thing and hearing him talk about it after the game was enjoyable to me because he said I hope no one took this the wrong way it wasn't meant for me to go out there and say anything. I'm just having fun. I'm out here balling, and that's what it's all about. You want a young rookie quarterback to go out there, be fearless, and have fun. And it wasn't just him running around. There was a one later on in the game where it was an incomplete pass, but you look at him, he's sitting in the pocket, and he's able to make a throw when Philly's bringing pressure. And Downs drops the ball over the middle, but it's like at the same time, you're watching Anthony Richardson, and you're like, well, we knew he could run the ball. We expected that. A freight train coming coming at you, but it was those plays, complete or incomplete, where he stood in the pocket, faced pressure, and was able to make a throw. It's not going to be pretty all season long, but I think if you're a Colts fan, you're just like, my goodness, I think we got something with this kid. I got to jump on the fly Eagles fly thing because that like just took my breath away because he, so far, has done a handful of things. They're so likable. Like yeah. There is something about going to uh, arguably one of the nastiest places and teams to play against from a fan base perspective, and yet somehow I think he's walking away from this saying, I just didn't want to freeze in the end zone and not know what to do. So I thought about it the night before, and I hope everyone's okay with it. And you're kind of like, okay, we'll Preseason. give you this one pass. <laughs> Preseason, he's trying to, he was just not doing this, which I appreciate, all right? Like, Sauce he had, to do had the cheese head hands. on in Green yeah. Bay. Like, these young guys, like, this is a generation. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't care about I like it. We're having fun. Go yes. Have yeah. Fun. Yeah. And it's interesting because sometimes when people talk trash or they talk smack like that, they do it because they're nervous, right? Right. That doesn't feel like nervous talk, trash talk. That talk, that happy. sounds to me like confidence. Like, <laughs> yes. hey, look, I, I know I'm ready to ball. Like, sure, I'm a rookie. I'm going to make some mistakes. I'm going to take some lumps. But, but I, I can play on this level. And I think that we, Anthony Richardson believes that he can. Or he knew it coming in. Now everybody sees it and believes it. I just go back to, like, the draft. How many times do we sit here at this table talking about with C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young? Richardson's the project, mm. right? He needs raw. He doesn't look raw to me. Mm-hmm. Like, we talk all offseason about this guy. Like, he's going to need some time. He's going to need some reps. They're going to have to really, you know, kind of have the training wheels on. Yeah. Oh, the training wheels are off. Watching him play, yeah, sure, he, he's going to miss a couple throws here. And, look, we're going to put these quarterbacks under the microscope all season Look, look at the numbers, 6 of 17. Right, look at the stats. 6 of 17, but. Yeah. But you watch the game, like, he, he's the best athlete on the field. I mean, <laughs> look, look at the way he runs. I mean, this is like Justin Fields 2.0 almost. But I think the thing that has really impressed me the most is the play that you were showing, that third and 11. Mm-hmm. Look, there's a complete brain fart by the right tackle right here, all right? He, he's supposed to block the inside guy. Well, when in doubt, block inside out, okay? So, he basically, we got an unblocked defender, and anybody else is a sack. He finds mm. a way to baseball roll out of that and turn a negative play into a positive play. They didn't get the first down, but still mm-hmm. it wasn't a sack. Just real quick, think about the Indianapolis Colts quarterbacks for the last 25 yeah. years, right? Yeah. Went from Peyton Manning, all right, pocket quarterback. 
statue in the, in the pocket. There's a statue outside of Lucas Oil. For him. <laughs> yeah. All right. Andrew Luck. He was mobile, but then we went to Philip Rivers. Yeah, then the we list. went to Carson Wentz. Yeah. Then we went to Matt Ryan. All quarterback, pocket quarterbacks. Like they're not going to do what he does. Mm -hmm. So to your point, the Colts got an athletic, mobile quarterback, and they got some who's fun and who ain't scared to talk. You know what? Mm -hmm. I think Jim Mercy likes that a little bit, and I think Shane Steichen loves it. Mm -hmm. Not clip to be off. A, not, clip it off. Yeah. That's a clip yeah. right there. Colts.com. Clip yeah. it off. That was good. Not to, be, not to be a Debbie Downer before we move on, but no Jonathan Taylor. This office just isn't the same. No. As much as I love Evan Hall, the rookie, and Deion yeah, Jackson. Yeah, plays Hall. Yeah. Touchdown. Without Jonathan Taylor out there, you're looking at that last night. You're just like, oh. Yeah. That and Big Q had his name so called too many times fun. last night. You know, you had a false start and then yeah. a holding. Like, not, not what you're looking for from an all-world player. Uh, one quarterback that's young and has us excited to another that hits his fan base. In a fervor right now. That's the Kenny Pickett experience. Kenny Pickett entered 9 of 11 for 113 yards and two touchdowns. Steelers absolutely dominated the Falcons. It was the Steelers' ones versus the Falcons' twos that most of the point here, really. Uh, but our guy Cameron Wolf was there, and he spoke with what might be the preseason MVP of the league, Kenny Pickett. Cam Wolf, take it away. Kenny, I know you've said it's just preseason. But how does uh, five drives, five touchdowns sound for you? Yeah, it sounds like, you know, we did what we wanted to do and, you know, be successful, put points on the board. Um, had some explosive plays early on, too, tonight, which was good, and finished with two touchdowns. So, overall, good night. Kenny, I know you've made clear it is preseason, but what can you take out of what maybe you learned from your team through camp, through preseason, as you go into week one? Yeah, all the, all the work that we put in the spring, it, it paid off. We came out here, we were successful. Um, we put points up, we were explosive, and that's all we want to do and carry it over to the regular season. Well, regardless of what Kenny Pickett thinks, the preseason Falcons clearly are like, our guys are good. We're not going to start them. As Peter mentioned, it was ones against the twos for Steelers and Falcons, but I don't think that should take away from what the Steelers did last night. Oh, not at all. I mean, you're asked to go out there. Mike Tomlin said, you guys are playing. You go out there and execute. You're going against the twos. Treat them as that. And that's what the <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> did. Got the ball straight down the field. Next thing you know, it was 14-0. to And Kenny Pickett has been awesome. George Pickens, though, he said he feels that he's the best receiver in the NFL. He has all the attributes. 99 speed, 99 catching, 99 blocking. Every time we see this guy, he is making an amazing catch. And it is just fun to watch. And I've seen people say, well, he doesn't get any separation. The receiver's always draped on him. I don't care. He catches the ball 30 yards down the field. DBs continue to get up and they're waving arms. Incomplete. There's no way he caught it. And you go back and you look at it in slow motion. You're just like, both feet are in. Oh, both feet are in. Toe drag swag. Nate, shout out to him. Whatever you want to call it, it is pretty and it is fun to watch. And he has a personality to match it. Can't wait to see what this connection is going to continue to grow into. Yeah, George is is an animal. <laughs> like, if he was a wrestler, George the, the animal, animal steel. steel. There we steel. go. He's got everything but the green tongue. <laughs> I, I think when you look at Kenny Pickett in the preseason, he has had the preseason that every veteran quarterback and every veteran player hopes to have. Oof. Like, we, we, we go into the preseason, everybody's like, hey, look, we're not going to play a lot. Maybe we get one series. We just hope it, if it's a good series, if it's a seven-play drive, ten-play drive and a touchdown, we're out. We're done for the night. That's what Kenny Pickett did. Literally every game. It was a perfect passer rating. I don't know that I've ever seen that in the preseason. And the preseason, look, it doesn't count, but it does matter. I mean, that's a saying that every coach says in every single training camp. I just, if you're a Steeler fan right now, how are you not giddy right now mm -hmm. with how Kenny Pickett has played? This time last year, we were talking about, oh, I don't know. Like, he has to wear gloves? Like, does he have little hands? Like, what kind of quarterback is he going to be? Different narrative now. Like, this is, uh, the Steelers fans think they're the best team in that division right now. Like, there's no question about it in their minds. And, I, I, look, I think they have a case right now with the way that he's playing. I think it's interesting what Mike Tomlin does here because 
if you're looking at all 32 teams, there's almost like 32 different strategies. Mike Tomlin yes. played Kenny Pickett all three games. Kenny Pickett came out there, and as Cam Wolf said in his interview, had five drives, scored five touchdowns. They scored. There is a confidence now in Pittsburgh where it's like, all right, we're going in. Like we are already in motion. There's a rhythm. Coming. Whoever we got week one, bring them on because we're good. You look at the Rams. McVay doesn't play any starters. They don't even consider having Stafford in the game. And then you get to the actual NFL season, and either they're fine or they're not fine. Look, if there was an injury last night, knock on wood, Najee Harris goes down or someone goes down, like then you'd be crushing Mike Tomlin. Why are they in this game? But now that they've made it through the preseason, I just look at Tomlin going with the ones and doing it consistently. TJ Watts on the field? Like, with a sack. With a sack and like, I don't know what, what this means when it comes to November and December football, but I do know that in August heading towards September, there's a lot of buzz about Pickett right now, and there's a lot of confidence in that building about Pickett right now because we saw it in real games. So a young quarterback like Pickett, I kind of commend Mike Tomlin for saying, I know there could be an injury, and I know not everyone does this, but look around the league. Mahomes plays a half the other night. Russell Wilson's playing out there. And in this case, Kenny Pickett's playing out there. Some coaches like seeing these guys, um, and Tomlin's one of them, and I think there is going to be some positive to come from it as there's a confidence building in Pittsburgh. Yeah. You know, I am glad we started the show with Anthony Richardson and then Kenny Pickett because it lends itself to the two sides of the argument of – when you draft a quarterback or when you have a rookie quarterback, do you start him to start the season or do you wait? Because that's what happened to Pickett last yeah. year. Kyle picked him as his offensive rookie of the year despite not being QB1 last year in Pittsburgh. It was Mitch Trubisky. He got to wait four weeks. It's like being a sixth man coming off a really good basketball team. You get to see how the pace of play goes for a game, and then you come in and you can establish yourself, and then you might be better when you become a starter. Or do you have the Anthony Richardson experience yeah. where, like, yo, you're starting and you got to figure it out on the fly. Everyone has their opinion on it but these are two great cases for how a season should or could start for a young quarterback. The final week of the preseason is underway, and we've got plenty more tonight right here on NFL Network. 8.15 p.m., the Patriots take on the Titans. And then hang on, it's 10 o'clock, it's Chargers, 49ers. Tomorrow, then, you've got a triple header to watch. The Browns take on Patrick Mahomes as the Chiefs. Peter just mentioned he's getting half. We'll see how much we see out of Aaron Rodgers as he makes his Jets debut against the Giants. Sean, you going to be at that game? Yeah, I'll be of there. Of course, and the Rams... Head into Denver to take on Russ and the Broncos. That's all right here on NFL Network and NFL Press. No jersey. T-shirt. A, Rand, a Randy Moss T-shirt. Do you have a um, Still to come on Good Morning Football. The Cardinals made a few moves yesterday. Are they the – we have a long shot question as it pertains to the Cardinals. We'll is, anyone banking on the, is anyone backing the Cardinals right now? <laughs> uh, we'll find out. I don't know yeah. about that. Who's got the Cardinals winning the Super Bowl? Let me meet you. Can I short it? Yeah, that's that's. Let me a, meet you. Do whatever you. you want, but there's one last dress rehearsal before the regular season start. Which quarterback should we have our eyes on? You guys know Shregs is up there with his top five weekend watch list. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, we just went over a couple preseason games. We are going to go over a couple more. And here are weekend watch list. Five players to watch this weekend. Top five games. We're going to tell you when the games are, where to watch them, who they're against, and why it's important. Let's start with number five. We kind of dubbed him this yesterday after his response to Ryan Clark. Jamie and I were laughing. Salty Tua. Salty Tua. Salty Tua. Tua clapped back at Ryan Clark. Ryan Clark has since apologized for that statement, and it is all good. It seems like everyone's all right. But we saw a side of Tua two days ago in that press conference that I think we all kind of liked. Hey, enough is enough. I'm not the butt of the jokes. He has put on 10 pounds. It's been 10 pounds of muscle. He is bigger and thicker than he was last year, but that's because he's trying to protect himself from future injury. Tua's going to be out there. They're playing the Jaguars tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Eastern. That's an annual thing. Jags, Dolphins, they end their seasons together. And Tua's going to go. Like, we're putting Tua out there. It did not go well last week for him when his first pass through an interception. People were snickering. I said this yesterday on the show. I feel like Tua sometimes people just take shots at him, take shots at him, take shots at him. I I saw a tweet online. Someone said, you know, uh, someone has Tua in his fantasy draft. Enjoy that for three weeks. At some point, Tua's like, it's not funny. It's not funny. I'm an NFL quarterback. I've got a contract looming. And yes, I had concussion issues last year. That's why I missed some games. He's healthy. He's ready to go. And Tua? Tua's going to be playing tomorrow night. Let's see Tua against the Jaguars. That's number five. Number four. We saw Justin Fields in week one. And on the first few plays, it was touchdown, touchdown. DJ Moore, Khalil Herbert. And it was these little passes here. And then the guys did the rest. This was a big play. Also the third completion of his game. Here we go. Justin Fields. He's playing again, and he's supposed to go. And we're not sure how long he's going to go, whether it's a quarter or a second quarter or it's the third quarter, how long he plays. But they're playing the Bills tomorrow at 1 p.m. Eastern. And I want to see if Fields can pick up where he left off in this preseason debut where it was like little pass, touchdown. Longer pass, touchdown. He's two, two for two, two touchdowns on this one. He had a third pass also. 
But let's see what else we get from Justin Fields. Kind of want to see what Luke Getze's offense looks like beyond just run the ball with Fields, <laughs> run the ball with Fields. Last year, and whether it was because of injuries or because he didn't trust the receivers, because things collapsed with the offensive line, Justin Fields ran for a lot of yards, but he didn't throw for a ton of yards. I'd like to see more throwing in the offense if possible. Maybe we see a glimpse of that in preseason game number three. Number three, similar kind of deal. Hit me, baby, one more time with this guy, Jordan Love. He's going to be playing, and Matt LaFleur said it. You know, Matt LaFleur revealed yesterday that Sean Clifford is likely going to be the number two. That's a very young quarterback room, and that is a very interesting deal if you're going to have Jordan Love out there. He threw this beauty of a pass Dying. before this preseason game was shut down. Jordan Love looked like he was in rhythm, he was in motion, and then the game was cut short. I would like to see it again and again mm. and again. The Packers play the Seahawks tomorrow. It's 1 p.m. Eastern. You got to put that one on. You'll watch that. It's in Green Bay. It'll be a beautiful morning. Have it on, and let's see more of Jordan Love. He is the man right now. Obviously, we know Rodgers is gone, and we've done Good Morning Football show every day in August based on Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. For this one segment, I'm going to give three minutes or three seconds to Jordan Love. So yeah. Jordan Love, he's the guy who's coming in. Nice. Let's get him, and we'll Good see ratio. what happens. Was that a, was that a Britney Spears show? Ratio. You Hit me, yeah, baby, one more okay. time. I'll be saying, oops, I did it again. That's a great point, Sean. <laughs> I don't have any other references. Number two. That's it. <laughs> number two. So we were just told you there number we go. three. It doesn't mean you're not playing in the preseason. If anything, it means more time in the preseason. Trey Lance, what do you got? Like, what that, are we was, doing? that was embarrassing. On uh, many cases, it, you'd say it was uh, it was an insulting. And in a lot of ways, you'd say, gosh, if only I had a chance to prove myself instead of being third. You do have a chance to prove yourself. Go out there tomorrow and ball out. Like, Trey, go out there and have a huge game. I know it's the preseason, but you're going to play. You're going to get action. They play the Chargers, and that's tonight. So put it on NFL Network. It's the late, late game, so you have it on. 10 p.m. Eastern tonight, Chargers versus 49ers. I assure you Trey Lance is getting reps. And similar to Tua, he's been mocked. People are saying he's the worst draft pick of all time, that the Niners whiffed on this one. How could you say that? He hasn't had the opportunity to play. It's just a matter of circumstance. They've got their guy in Purdy. He will be playing tonight. And let's see what Trey Lance has. He missed practice yesterday. It was kind of one of those deals there were two days ago. They're like, let's just let him chill out here. This is weird news that he's the third guy. We're going to He's fine. He'll play. Trey Lance. Let's see what he's got. And you know what? He plays really well. Maybe 31 other teams are watching and that phone mm -hmm. will start ringing. All right. And my last one, local here. We already gave Jordan Love his moment. Oh. Peter. I think I just broke the screen. Rogers. Payroll deduct. It's my guy. It's my guy. Rogers payroll deduct. That's got to be a football term. I don't know that on Good yeah. Morning Football. Come see my check. It's in the negative. Um, Aaron Rodgers. He's playing. As you watched Hard Knocks, Sala pulling over like some of the defensive players. The big guy's going. We're going to have the big guy playing. Like, what are you talking about? I'm talking about eight. Like, that was like, ooh. He's playing. He wants to play. He wants to get a rhythm with his guys. Aaron Rodgers versus Sean O'Hara's beloved New York Giants. It's known as the Snoopy Bowl back in the day. I don't know if it still goes no, by the Snoopy Bowl. Snoopy's done. Snoopy's hang on. Snoopy just like yeah. a, Too bad. He did not hang on, Snoopy. That's good. <laughs> Rodgers is full of uh, great references himself, Sean. I know he would appreciate that one. But Aaron Rodgers is going to play behind the offensive line that there's questions about and uh, with young receivers. So we'll see. Aaron Rodgers, first action as a Jet. Trey Lance back on the horse. Jordan Love one more time. Justin Fields, Encore, and then my guy, Salty, too. Like, 
What do you guys got? <laughs> I love it. Salty too. There was a clip of him on the bench. He looked salty on that one. Uh, number two, Trey Lance. I think for him to be that high of a draft pick, news hit that you're now the third string quarterback. And to your point, usually when that happens, news you're a third string quarterback, you won't be seeing the field for a long time. And he has an opportunity tonight to go out there and play. And if I'm him, I want to get the hell out of San Francisco. Thank you guys for drafting me, but I want to go somewhere where I have an opportunity to compete, to play now and prove that I'm worthy of that draft pick. Okay, Peter, Aaron Rodgers is going to be in his pads, have his jersey on, trot out there for what? A series? Maybe. Three three plays? I have no you idea. have no idea. I have no indication. He is going to start. Hmm, I think in an, I, in an ideal world, what you said last segment, it's eight plays and it ends in a touchdown, and then you go watch. If it's only three plays and it's three and out, yeah. what was the point, game. right? When yeah. you're, you're a veteran quarterback, you in there, I don't want any balls on the ground. Yeah. The ball cannot touch the ground. And no one touch me. When you're an old lineman, you say, I just don't want to jam any thumbs. If you can get through the preseason without jamming a thumb, it was a good preseason. Sean, do you have any insight on if the Giants are sending all their number ones? Uh, I don't think they're playing. Okay. Uh, They they played their starters a lot in in the the second game. A lot of joint practices. I don't even know if we're going to see Daniel Jones in Mm -hmm. this third game. Mm -hmm. So uh, all eyes, of course, will be on that Jets sideline. But it could be the Tommy DeVito Bowl, which would be interesting. Tell us about Tommy DeVito. We love Tommy DeVito. Real quick, we had him on the show. We love Tommy. Yeah, friend of the show. He came here with his entourage, pride of Cedar Grove, Jersey guy. Bosco guy threw his first touchdown to Tommy Sweeney, one of his Bosco high school teammates. teammates yeah, went Can't to wait Syracuse, went to Illinois, and then comes here. Yes. He got drafted, or he was an unsigned guy. He was an unsigned. undrafted unsigned. free agent, yeah. but they actually paid him a lot of money. Like he was, he got paid more than some draft picks because mm. they really they wanted him. Really he has gr- great progress. He's really progressed throughout this training camp. They didn't know what he's going to do against Detroit in that first game. Lit it he up. played really well. He mm. lit it up. Sean, real quick, um, where can we find you on the broadcast for Giants-Jets tomorrow? I'll be in the booth. Uh, I'm calling the game with Chris Carino. On Radio, WFAN TV. Radio, 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 WFAN. Yeah. yeah, so I'll be looking forward to all the Jets stuff, and it, it's going to be a fun night. We call it the Jersey Fist Pump Bowl now, I think. Oh, boy. Yeah, I think the winner gets a... a, a we like, call it that, yeah. Sean. I, I think don't. the winner gets a, 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 a pass to DJs for the entire summer of 2020. Shout out to, to DJs. Wow. To hang out with mm. Sean O'Hara. Shout out to DJs. Mm. West mm. Bar... <laughs> Yeah. West Bar DJs, yeah. Rico Bosco, I see. There you go. Yep. Time for We In or We Out. I say a comment. My beautiful co host will tell me whether they agree or disagree. Are you three ready? I think sure. So. We're in. It's rock. Cardinals front office <laughs> had a very busy day. Uh, this was the full Monty, if you will. Monty oh. Austinfort was going after it and completely changing. The roster on the fly. They traded Isaiah Simmons to the Giants for a seventh round pick. They get Josh Dobbs from the Browns for a fifth round pick. They traded a seventh. And then they also traded their offensive lineman who started 11 games last year, Josh Jones, to the Texans. So three moves in a flurry in the final week of preseason. And we don't know when Kyler's coming back. We know DeAndre Hopkins isn't there. We know J.J. Watt's retired. And we know we haven't mentioned the Arizona Cardinals on this show for the record 48 straight days. So here's the statement. The Arizona Cardinals are the biggest long shot to win their division Mm. this year in the NFL. Are we in or are we out? We always talk about the best teams. Are they the 32? If one of you guys are out on this, I can't wait to hear what your reasoning is. I am definitely in. They are the biggest long shot. All of those trades you said. I remember I used to go to this toy store when I was a kid, and it had this giraffe and wanted to be an noise artist. You know this, this. And they went out of, bas- out of business, and it was like everything was for sale. And that was Arizona Cardinals yesterday. It was just like, you know what? Trade this person. Trade that person. Let's, let's just get out in front of this entire thing. And to that point, Joshua Dobbs coming in. I guess last year the Titans brought him in. He put 
Wade right away. Joshua Dobbs might be rolling out there week one in their first game. He could be their starting quarterback. It's insane to see. But the Arizona Cardinals, I, I was with Monty Austin for a full Monty. That was a pretty good one. Yeah. Uh, the general manager there. And there's a strategy somewhere in this. And I think we look up seven months from now, we may be able to decide what that strategy was when the drafting first overall. I was going to go out on it. I was really trying. Please explain. I was looking at my, I'm looking at my prediction week predictions right now and I'm really looking at the divisions and I'm like, I think I could try to make an argument for the AFC West. Like, okay, okay. I like so there's a Super Bowl. You have the Super Bowl winner in it. The mm -hmm. Raiders fell on their faces last year. They, we don't know what they're getting. They don't have their running back coming back just yet. We don't know the, what the Josh Jacobs situation is. We don't know if Josh McDaniels can put a team together and win flat out every week in that division. Your division won the Super Bowl last year. Frankly, the Broncos, we're not sure what they're traipsing out either. Mm -hmm. I don't know who it would be, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be out on it. I'm going to say the AFC West is the longer shot only because of the team that's at the top. So you think they might have... The Cardinals have a better shot of outlasting the 49ers, possibly. No, no, that's not. That is a statement. Okay, yeah, sure. And one yeah. of those teams okay. beat the Chiefs. Yeah. That's, right. And that's a fair way to interpret it. No yes. doubt about it. Yes. All right, that's good. That's a good quandary <laughs> right there. Um, I'm with you, though. Like, it does feel like the Toys R Us sale right there. And I feel like I'm the guy. Get out of your home. way not to mention the brand. Sean just <laughs> yeah, goes. I'm, I'm, no, I'm doing it. Yeah. I'm doing it. I still Shout out. Je I still have some Jeffrey money in my drawer. Yeah. My, Shout my out to the goat. That I'm looking to spend. I, I think to your point, when I look through the division, Jay, Jamie, yeah. like it's not just that Arizona is this unknown right now. Like we don't know who the quarterback is. We don't mm -hmm. know what kind of offense they're going to be. We, we don't know what their identity is. I feel like the rest of that division, even with Kyler Murray, even if he was playing week one, mm -hmm. I would still say they're a long shot to win that division because the division has gotten so much better. And I feel like with Brock Purdy back now, like the, look, the Niners might be one of the best teams in the NFC. I think it's Niners and Eagles right now uh, as the two team best teams in the NFC. When I look at Seattle right now, I think Seattle and the Rams are light years ahead of where Arizona is. So it's not even just the Kyler Murray question, it's or the quarterback question. It's I think the teams in the NFC West are that much better mm. that this could be a very long season. I will say this. 2011, I want to say, okay. the 49ers hired Jim Harbaugh, and Andrew Luck was still in college, and everyone said there was going to be suck for luck yep. in San Francisco, mm -hmm. and that they're going to just get... 49ers went to like the NFC Championship game that year. We never know in the NFL. I don't think anyone saw the Jaguars going to the AFC Championship game when they played the Patriots in 2017. We never know. True. And yet, I am also in on this one. I just don't see the talent, and I such a young coaching staff, first-year GM, first-year head coach, first-year defensive coordinator, first-year offensive coordinator, and trading away some players that I think the last regime thought could have been part of the core. I just don't see it for the Cardinals in the cards this year. Mm, it's, it's, Peter, it's you are, you. you're a wild one. My puns are incredible. It's right? Friday. Yeah. <laughs> really quickly, um, Isaiah Simmons traded to the Giants. Yes. You cover the Giants. You're there all the time as a former Giant. I, I said a comment on Twitter that I got crushed by Giants fans. I'm like, slow down. He's not Lawrence Taylor. I'll just say this. Isaiah Simmons was traded for a seventh round pick. And when you're traded for a seventh round pick, it doesn't mean that like you call one team and you're like, hey, do you, can we do this trade? It means you shopped him to the entire league and the best you could get was a seventh round pick. It did not work in Arizona for many reasons. What is your feeling on Isaiah Simmons as a giant, especially in Wink Martindale's defense, where Wink loves to do the positionless player? Yeah, I think it's going to be a great fit for him. And, I mean, maybe I'm just being optimistic. And it has nothing to do with the fact that it's the Giants. I think you put Isaiah Simmons with any other defensive corner, they're going to find a way uh, for him to get on the field and make an impact. To, to me, the thing I can't wrap my head around him is that people are still calling him a safety. Like, they listen to him as a safety. Like, this dude is – if this dude is not attacking the quarterback and if he's not downhill as a linebacker, then you're doing it wrong. Mm. Um, he, he's, he's an unbelievable athlete. He's got, a, he's got great football skills. 
I think Wink Martindale is going to find a great a position for him. And look, even if it could just be third down, like the, the game right now is all nickel defensive packages. So you have your best pass rushers out there and your, your most athletic linebackers. He can do both of that. So I think for the Giants, they've been looking for somebody to be next to Bobby Okereke. When they go in their two-linebacker set, he could be that guy. I mean, and if you're worried about coverage on a guy like him, you blitz him. That's what you do. And I think to that point, Strager, mentality. When you're a top-ten pick in Arizona, if you're Isaiah Simmons, you walk in and there's this expectation from people around you. Clemson, the whole thing. Yes, and there's an expectation from yourself. And he was this positionless player. And in the NFL, you need a position. We need to know what meeting room we're sending you to (laughs) and the whole nine. When he shows up for the New York Giants, to your point, you were just traded for a seventh-round draft pick. So any entitlement, and I'm not saying I don't know Isaiah yeah. Simmons that you could have possibly had in Arizona, you're walking into the New York Giants and you're just like, all right, I got to revive my career of what I can become and kind of blossom into. So if in Arizona maybe he wanted to play DB, I don't know what the case might have been. When you show up to the Giants, coach, what position you want me to play? All right, we're going to have you rushing the pass. All right, cool, you need me to play linebacker? I can do that too, whatever you need. So I think from a mentality standpoint, he has a chance to maybe perform better because now you're hungry because all the doubters are out there People are saying, all right, they didn't just get Lawrence Taylor, so now it's up to you to go out there and really show, you know what, I was worth that top ten pick. They just weren't using my talents the correct way. Mm. So good. Uh, I'm in on that segment always. Well done, Peter. Uh, More Good Morning Football after this. Good job. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb. Tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store.
back on Good Morning Football. Our next guest played 11 seasons with the New England Patriots, three-time pole bowler, three-time Super Bowl champion. Please give a warm welcome to offensive lineman Matt Light. What up, Matt? What's up, Matty? Hey, man, good to be with you this morning, and uh, I guess we're going to jump right into it, huh? <laughs> Matt, it's been 12 <laughs> years since you stepped away from the game, and now we're less than two weeks from opening kickoff. Can't wait. What do you miss most about your time back there on the field playing? You know, I, I think it's 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 really all about, for us at this time of year, just that camaraderie, right? You get into camp, things are tough, everybody's competing for a position. You know, you're watching guys get cut, although the cuts are a little bit different now than what they used to be. But this is the time of year where you kind of sit back and you go, hey, I survived another one. I made it to the roster, and now let's go play football. Because I think it's, it's we're done with the practice stuff. Let's go see what it's like for real. That's what you're starting to feel at this time of year. Matt, you spent your entire playing career for those Patriots, and during that time, you played not only under Bill Belichick, we got some experience under Bill O'Brien. So he's back in New England, and I think Patriots fans are excited but also interested to see what this offense could be. Take us behind the curtain. What does a Bill O'Brien offense look like that might be different than what we saw the last few years in New England? Hey, look, I think, number one, when you're a player in a system and you have a guy like Billy O coaching you, you have a fiery, red-faced, into-it kind of guy. I mean, he takes everything personal. He likes the chess match. I think he's a great uh, play caller. I think his openers, you know, will give these guys a lot of comfort. He's going to go to these linemen and the receivers and the quarterback. He's going to make sure everybody feels confident when they go out there to uh, really start the game. I don't think that the guys felt as confident last year as they will this year. But Billy O is a fireball. I mean, that that's what I loved about him. You know he's in it every single day. Matt, uh, you played with two Hall of Fame quarterbacks in your career. Now, don't get it twisted. We know it was Tom Brady for the 11 seasons that you were in Foxborough, but you also had Drew Brees when you played at Purdue in college, college football week zero starting this weekend. If you had to go back in time and play any level of football over again, whether it be Pee Wee High School, I don't know if you were a flag football guy back in the day, what would you choose to redo in your college football playing days? Wow. You know, it's a hard call. Each each moment in a in a football player's career, I guess you could call it, even if you never made it out of high school, there's so many different nuances about peewee versus middle school versus high school. But I think the best era for me would have been the college days. You know, I got to play with so many great guys. Our offensive line, you know, we had a lot of fun together. Uh, we're blocking for a guy in Drew Brees who everybody loved to be around. And look, when you're two quarterbacks, when you leave high school, Drew Brees and Tom Brady, you could be the worst left tackle in the world. They're going to make you look good. So all of it was good, but I'd go back to college. Mm. Oh, back to college. That would be scary. Uh, I spent a lot of time with you, Matt. It's great to see you again. Uh, you in college would be, uh, <laughs> like, I feel like times two uh, the, the amount of trouble that you've caused. If, throughout your career, I, I feel like nobody was a better prankster than you. The legendary stories and epic stories that you've shared with me and other people about some of the stuff you've done. Uh, I, I've told you before, bro, you should write a book on it. And that brings me to the next point. Like, there's so many different social media platforms out there. Twitter, Instagram, uh, Snapchat. There's, it's all out there. And yet you have abstained. How? <laughs> How is that possible? And what is it going to take for you to open up an account? So I think your first, your introduction to me as the prankster kind of sums up why 
I don't do social media. I'd probably be in jail, Sean. So, you know, <laughs> I, I enjoyed having fun. I enjoyed, um, you know, the challenge of a good prank, one that didn't bring someone down, but actually built them up through maybe some confusing moments. And we had so much fun in the locker room. But I got to tell you, if you're a young person today and and you're you're on this thing they call Twitter or Snapchat, you're missing all the things around you, right? Like I, I love being creative. I love having fun, but to just record it and send something out, I always felt that that kind of cheapened the experience, right? I want to live in the moment. And that's my challenge to young people. Live in the moment, let go of all the social media, do it for a week, do it for a month, see what happens. I promise you life gets a lot more interesting. And guess what? People around you, they'll capture those. You can piggyback off of whatever they contain or whatever they capture, right? You can put it out on their feed, but do your own thing. Great advice. I love that. Life lessons in the morning with Matt Light. There's your own segment right there. And I, <laughs> I want to I ask you about the opener, but you can't talk about being such a great prank. So I have to ask you, is there a prank that you can tell us that is fit for TV on air Let's or go. social media? <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, one of my favorites, and, and there there's quite a few. Um, you know, you, you exist 11 years in the National Football League with a whole bunch of other Neanderthals. You're going to have some stories to tell, but... <laughs> I can remember being at the Pro Bowl and <laughs> and and we were using this service where I called actually I called Billy O <laughs> to bring this full circle and I pretended to be Coach Belichick but his phone showed up as Bill Belichick's number so we're at the Pro Bowl it's after the game and I'm calling Billy O to talk to him about how terrible our offensive game plan was for the Pro Bowl, like the most ridiculous thing in the world. And Billy O literally thought it was Coach Belichick, and it sent him into a downward spiral. I had to go tap him on the shoulder and be like, hey, man, that was me, actually. And he's like, huh, what? So, yeah, we've had a lot of fun. So you changed in his phone where it's your number. It was Bill Belichick instead. Is that the move? Well, it's actually a service. I called his number and then it said, who do you want it to come from? And I put in Bill's number <gasps> and it's illegal uh, now for a good reason, oh, by the way. Oh, my it gosh. Should, it should have never been legal, but it was back then. And I tell you, he red buttoned me twice, by the way. He red buttoned me, so I had to leave him a message, and he went out and listened to it and then called Bill and sat on hold for an hour. It was amazing. That's tremendous. Uh, you're a great dude. We're loving this. You're running a sweepstakes for an exclusive prize package to the week one game in Foxborough against the Eagles that's going to benefit your amazing foundation, the Light Foundation, which you founded back in 2001 with your wife. Tell us about the foundation, about the prize, and how fans can win to enter and to join you to watch Eagles-Patriots. Yeah, you know, look, we were blessed, you know, come into the National Football League. We went a Super Bowl in year one. We decided that we wanted to do something with that. My wife and, and my family and I, and for 20 some odd years now, we've been working with kids, being real, what we call responsible, ethical, accountable leaders. We do it in the in the woods. We, we have all kind of different programs that impact everything from first graders to graduating seniors. We love the work we do. And this sweepstake that we're running right now, Celebrate tv12.com is an opportunity for people to be at Gillette Stadium for week one, but to really celebrate the GOAT's return back to Foxborough, where he's going to come in and say hello to the winners. It's going it's to be an incredible moment for whoever wins these packages. we got two grand prize packages. It includes everything in a suite, 
hotel afterwards, dinner at Davio's. So we encourage people, if you want to support the foundation or you want to have an opportunity to go to the game, check it out. I love that, Matt. It's been awesome spending some time with you this morning. Great prankster, but also doing great work in the community. Mm -hmm. Keep it up. We'll be looking forward to talking to you soon. Yeah, I appreciate you guys. Enjoy the rest of your day. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.